0: Good afternoon, Um, welcome to the teaching, um, the preaching, the message that I have to deliver to you today. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to join us so that um, we can learn together what it is that God has for us. I want to assure you that God is indeed going to speak to your life, to your family, to your relations, and to your situations. And at this moment, let me ask that, um, if you will invite someone else, be it on your Facebook social media platform or any other social media platform that you have. Let your friends, let your families, let your relatives know that the pastor is live and he's ready to deliver what God has placed upon his heart. Praise the Lord. And I want want to pray. All right. Let me just open with a word of prayer and then we are going to get straight into the teaching. Praise the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you and I appreciate you. I give you honor and I give you glory for your God who is good. I thank you that, Father, as the creator, you have ensured that life is in your hands. And so this moment, my Lord, as we are about to share the word, I pray that, Father, teach us, help us, elevate us, give us understanding, give us knowledge, give us wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that every word that I shall speak every scripture that we shall read. Let there be revelation upon revelation in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, if any heart may be troubled this moment, O God, I ask that, Lord, may you help in the mighty name of Jesus. If there are issues, my Lord, in our lives that may cause us not to listen to the word this moment, I pray that may you step in, O Father, and do something that we may be able to listen and to hear in order for us to apply the word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the praise, O oh Lord. I give you honor. I give you glory. I give you praise. For there is no one like you. My God, visit every home, visit every house, visit every room, wherever my Lord your son and your daughter may be watching from this moment. I pray that may that environment change and let it be conducive. O oh Lord, that God, this word is going to be effective over their life. Let this word be practical. That by the help of the Holy Spirit, they are able to implement and to apply this word without fail. Receive honor, our oh God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. So I thank you once more. You're welcome. Um, this beautiful afternoon. And um, I do understand that you are eager and you have been patiently waiting for this message. Um, And I want to say to you that so have I. I could not wait for this moment. You know, I was um, eagerly anticipating so that I can hear what God has to say to you and to I, to our lives and to everything about us. Let's get into it. We sit for many reasons in life. As such, I would like to extend a question that has been asked by the Holy Spirit. Why are you sitting? This is a question for you to answer in whatever capacity or title that you hold in life. Let's repeat that. We sit for many reasons in life. As such, I would like to extend a question that has been asked by the Holy Spirit. Why are you sitting? This is a question for you to answer in whatever capacity or title that you hold in life. As a husband, why are you sitting? As a wife, why are you sitting? As a father, why are you sitting? As a mother, why are you sitting? As a pastor, prophet, evangelist, teacher of the word, apostle, why are you sitting? As a leader in the body of Christ, as an elder in the body of Christ, Whatever capacity or title that you are holding in the body of Christ, why are you sitting? As an employee, why are you sitting? As a friend, why are you sitting? As a minister, why are you sitting? In your career, why are you sitting? In your academics, why are you sitting? issues of your health why are you sitting over the plans of your life over the goals of your life why are you sitting in your family why are you sitting praise the lord this is a question that has been posed by the holy spirit and he's asking not only you but he's also asking me that in my capacity as a pastor why am i sitting Whatever role, whatever title that you may be holding in your life, uh, think on this question Why are you sitting? Here are some common reasons why we sit. Reason number one we sit because we want to rest. So when one is tired and you want to rest, you sit. Reason number two, in order for you to work properly, depending on the type of work you do, it may require that you sit down so that you can carry your work or you can conduct your work properly. Possible reason number three, in order to have a proper conversation with someone, you sit down so that you can communicate properly. Possible reason number four, out of respect. So you cannot walk into an office or into a room or into any place where you find, for instance, a king or a minister or or even an elder. All right. An elder for that matter. You can't walk into a room that has your parents or grandparents or any other elder for that matter. And then you stand. Normally, when you walk into that room, you greet them and then you're supposed to sit so that you can have a conversation. So you sit for the purpose of respect, to show respect you sit. Possible reason number five, you sit because you are thinking and you are strategizing. Hallelujah. In order for you to think properly, in order for you to strategize properly, in order for you to plan properly, you sit and then you begin to think. You sit and then you begin to plan. You sit and then you begin to visualize. You sit and then you begin to think, you know, you, you, you are strategizing, you are putting things in place to say, how am I going to achieve it? So you are sitting. And the possible reason number six is to calm down. If there is an argument, let's say you are arguing with someone and it happens that tempers have risen, you are normally told to sit down. Hallelujah. Because sitting down is also a form of calming down. In order for you to calm yourself, in order for you to take it easy, you sit. And you hear people say, no, you know, sit down, take it easy, sit down, calm down. Why? Because in sitting down, the body itself begins to regulate itself. Hallelujah. From a physical perspective and also from from an emotional perspective. If a person was, let's say, running, right? Or for whatever reason, they were about to faint or they ran out of breath, Most of the time, they are told or they are made to sit down so that things can improve. Praise the Lord. So the physical status, the physical condition is also dependent on you sitting down in order for things in you to normalize. Your heart rate, your heartbeat normalizes as you are sitting down. Your blood pressure normalizes as you are sitting down. Hallelujah. Even pain at times, if you're busy moving around and you're feeling pain, you are told to sit and rest so that things can begin to normalize within your body. Hallelujah. When you're going through a situation that is so difficult, so many thoughts are going around, normally you go somewhere where it is quiet and then you sit. So the question this day, the question this moment to you and I is why are you sitting? What is your reason for sitting? Now, listen to the statement. Sitting down can also be a form of surrender toward an enemy, meaning you will not move ahead or forward any longer. So, the danger with the sitting without a purpose, the danger with the sitting without the knowledge. The danger with sitting without understanding is that when you have an enemy and you sit in the wrong place or at the wrong time, the enemy will take that as a sign of surrender. Praise God. Imagine in the middle of a battle, this can be a sports event or any other form of um, um, challenge that you are facing. The moment you sit, the enemy is going to see that you are surrendering or something is wrong with you. But when you continue standing and moving, it means that you, are still, you still have it. So why are you sitting? You are trying to establish a business. You are trying to raise your children. You are trying to be a better parent. You are trying to be a better spouse or a better partner. And yet you are sitting down. My question is, why are you sitting down? You said as a collective in the ministry that you would like to grow the church, that you would like to see more members, that you would like to see more things happening with the church, and yet you are sitting down. My question is, why are you sitting down? Hallelujah. Having said all all the above, take a moment and ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? So I am about to lead you into a scripture that we are going to read. And as we are doing that, I want you to pause. I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, why am I sitting down? Do a a quick self-introspection. Look at the plans that you had at the beginning of the year 2021. Ask yourself, why are you sitting down now? Look at your health and whatever has been declared about your health and ask yourself, why am I sitting down now? Look at how you began in your academics, that at the start of the year, you were a hardworking student. You were finding time to open the books to read, to research, and all of a sudden, you are sitting down. Ask yourself a question, why am I sitting down? You are doing everything possible to try and make your marriage work, to try and make your relationship work. And all of a sudden, in the month of September, you are sitting down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? From the beginning of the year, you were running around, you were doing everything possible. You were preaching, you were teaching, you were posting, you were sharing positive messages, you were encouraging people, you were phoning people, you were following them up. All of a sudden, you are sitting down, ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? Beginning of the year, you were going around, you were praying, you were doing everything possible as a team, as a collective. And all of a sudden, you are sitting down, ask yourself the question, Why are we sitting down? You were pushing. You were doing everything in your capacity to work hard. You were going around trying to explore new business opportunities. Or perhaps you were working on your current business. You were going up and down, not resting to see how you could make the business work. And all of a sudden, you are sitting down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? You were regarded as an employee that was hardworking in your place of work. From your manager to your colleagues, everyone knew that you are a hardworking person. Come September, all of a sudden you are sitting down, ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? Everything was going well. You were doing your best. Yes, it wasn't easy. Yes, it was painful. Yes, there were challenges. But nonetheless, you were doing your best. All of a sudden, September, you are sitting down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? You were doing your best with the small efforts to make the relationship work. And all of a sudden, you are sitting down and there is no movement. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? You made it a mission to rise up in the middle of the night to offer prayer because of the situation that you were facing. You were finding time to pray for your family because you saw that there was a trouble ahead. You were spending time to pray for your children or your child because you were saying, I do not want the enemy to attack my child. Come September 2021, all of a sudden you are sitting down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? Before you got promoted, you were doing everything in your power. You were praying to say, Father, strengthen me. Father, help me. Go with me. All of a sudden, promotion has come and you're sitting down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? The fact that you have been awarded an award to say that you are the best in your class, you are the best in your category, you are the best among your peers, all of a sudden, come September, you are now sitting down. I want you to ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? You could see that things we are beginning to move, things we are beginning to work out for you. Now, remember in the beginning, I said, whatever capacity, whatever title, all of a sudden, you are sitting down. You are making a difference as an uncle. You are making a difference as an aunt. You are making a difference as a cousin. You are making a difference as a son. You are making a difference as a daughter. You are making a difference as a friend. Your friends were looking up to you, they were asking you to say, Chow me. Pray for us. Show me. Help us. They were saying to you, buddy, can you stand with me? They were relying on you. Your effort made a difference. But all of a sudden, no one is calling you anymore. No one is sending you messages anymore. No one is coming to you anymore because you have sat down. Ask yourself the question, why am I sitting down? The danger with sitting down is it can be a place of comfort, a comfort zone. Have you arrived yet? Have you perhaps achieved your goals? Is it done? Can you say that where you are is where you want to be? Can you say that where you are is where you planned to be? Can you say that when you look at the goals that you had at the beginning of the year, the plans which you had, can you boldly say that you have achieved all of them? If the answer is no, even to one of them, then my question to you is, why are you sitting down? What has happened? Let's look at the book of 2 Kings. I have taken the time to explain that properly so that you understand the question. 2 Kings chapter 7, I'll read verse number 3. Let's go to the Old Testament. We are going to take our reading from the book of 2 Kings chapter 7. I'll be reading verse number three. And in case you are wondering, the version of the Bible that I'll be reading is the New King James Version. Hallelujah. That is um, 2 Kings chapter seven, verse number three. Let's read. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, why are we sitting here? Until we die. I want you to mark that. Second Kings chapter 7 verse number 3 is your verse. Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said one to another, why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. And we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. Verse number five. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, their surprise, no one was there. Verse number six, for the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hattatites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Verse number seven, therefore they arose and fled at twilight, and left the camp intact, their tents, their horses, and their donkeys, and they fled for their lives. Verse number 8. And when these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into the tent, and ate, and drank, and carried from it silver, and gold, and clothing, and went and hid them. Then they came back, and entered another tent, and carried some from there also, and went and hid it. I want us to pray. Father, I pray for the reading of the scripture. I know that my God, in these scriptures are hidden secrets. In these scriptures are revelations. In these scriptures are keys. In these scriptures are answers. In these scriptures are resolutions. These scriptures carry life. I pray that God, as we read on and as we explain, my God, give us more revelation, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, the book of 2 Kings, chapter 7, from verse 3 to 8, which we have read. Verse number 3 is important. The Bible is giving an account of four men who had a condition of leprosy. And at the time, anyone who had such a condition was regarded as an outcast. Anyone who had such a condition was regarded as unimportant. Anyone who had such a condition was no longer a part of society. Anyone who had such a condition was chased from society. Anyone who had such a condition was no longer wanted to be among other people because the condition was contagious. So what they would do was if ever you were diagnosed with such a condition or found with such a condition, you were casted out among your people. You were made to live out. And the Bible says there were four men that had this condition. And the Word of God is making or letting us know of a very important statement. And the Bible says these four men sat and they said to each other, they started to speak to one another, and they said, why are we sitting until we die? Now remember, my message today is, why are you sitting down? Why are you sitting? And these men were saying to one another, why are we sitting until we die? So what I discovered is that the condition that these men were in, Hallelujah. One part of it, you could say it was good to sit down so that they could rest. Okay. But the danger was if these men were to focus on the condition, then they were going to die. Hallelujah. And the, 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 the beauty of the scripture is that these men had wisdom because they discovered, they realized that if we sit with this condition, we are going to die. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to speak to someone who is sitting while they are poor. Someone who is sitting while they are suffering. Someone who is sitting while their life is in danger. Someone who is sitting while their family is in danger. Someone who is sitting while they are in a foreign land. Someone who is busy sitting while they are unemployed. Someone who is sitting while their business is still premature, their business is still young. Someone who is still sitting while they have only been employed recently. Someone who is still sitting while they are aspiring to be promoted. Someone who is still sitting while they are saying, "I I, I need a new opportunity. Someone who is still sitting and they are saying, I want to rise, I want to grow. Someone who is still sitting and yet they have got problems in their marriage. Someone who is still sitting and yet there is a possibility that they may not make the exams. Someone who is still sitting and yet you are battling with a condition, a health situation. Someone who is still sitting and yet you are saying that I have a problem, I have an enemy. People don't like me. People are after my life. And yet with that knowledge, you are still sitting. Hallelujah. So these four leprous men, leprous men say to one another, are we going to sit until we die? Hallelujah. Are we going to sit until our last breath? Now, look at what happened. After they made a decision to not sit anymore, After they made a decision to no longer sit, after they discovered that in sitting, given the condition it was going to uh, lead to their death, when they decided to stand and start moving, the Bible says something happened with the enemy. Hallelujah. If you're watching with me now live, I want you to say wherever you are, something happened. Say it one more time. Something happened. Now, when they decided to say, let's rise, let's move, let's rise, let's walk, let's rise, let's move forward, let's rise, let's make a difference, let's rise, let's take some steps. The Bible says the enemy was made to hear a sound of an army. Hallelujah. The enemy heard a sound of horses that were moving. The enemy heard a sound of chariots that were moving. The enemy heard a sound of soldiers who were busy shouting. The enemy heard a sound of another army that was approaching them without fear. Hallelujah! And the Bible says when the enemy heard these sounds, the enemy fled for their life. Hallelujah! The enemy fled for their lives. They left behind their chariots. They left behind their horses. They left behind their weapons. They left behind their riches. They left behind their gold. They left behind their silver. They left behind everything that they had acquired. Why? Because men made a decision not to sit any longer. Praise the Lord. So today I want to encourage you that stop sitting, stand and begin to move. Stop sitting, stand and begin to do something. Stop sitting, rise and start to think. Stop sitting, rise and begin to strategize. Stop sitting, rise and begin to make declarations. Stop sitting, rise and start to study. Praise the Lord. Stop sitting, rise and start to wake hard. Stop sitting, rise, and begin to do something different in your relationship. Maybe you've been sitting because of a spirit of laziness. Maybe you've been sitting because of a spirit of inferior complex. Maybe you've been sitting because of negativity. Maybe you've been sitting because you thought you were finished. Maybe you were sitting because you thought you were unimportant. Maybe you were sitting because you, were, you thought you were not beautiful enough. Maybe you were sitting because you thought you were not handsome. Maybe you were sitting because you thought you are not a good partner, you are not a good parent, you are not a good colleague, you are not a good business person. Maybe you sat down because you thought that it was not possible. Today I am here to encourage you, today I am here to say to you that rise up and start to move. Rise and start to work on those plans. September is not the end of the year. Hallelujah. There is still October to come. November has to come. December has to come up until the last day, the last moment of the year. Praise God. So there is still time for God to do something over your life. There is still time for change. There is still time for a blessing. But the blessing will not come if you are just sitting. The opportunity will not show itself if you are just sitting. Hallelujah. You are, you are sitting and you are saying, I need a new job, and yet you are not, not taking an effort. You are not making applications. You are not searching for this job. You are not sending out your CV. You are not working on your profile. You are not networking. My question is, how is the job going to come? Is the job going to find you while you are sitting? Hallelujah. You are a man and you are saying, I need a partner, and you are just sitting. Hallelujah. How are you going to find this partner? Praise the Lord. You need to stand up and become active. You want a change in your family, and yet you are sitting down, you are not doing anything about it. I want to encourage you that you need to stand and you need to work to, to, uh, work on the problems, work on the differences, work on the issues. Praise God. Now, most of us mistake God for a magician. God is not a magician. The Holy Spirit is not a magician. The Lord Jesus Christ is not a magician. Hallelujah. They work as the three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit with you. My, that's a revelation. I am saying God works with you. Jesus Christ works with you. The Holy Spirit works with you. Meaning there is a role that you also have to play. If you are just sitting and expecting them to do it for you, you you're going to sit for a long time. If you are just sitting and expecting them to open doors for you, you are going to sit for a long time. If you are just sitting and expecting them to cause you to miraculously or uh, uh, mysteriously pass an exam, you are going to be sitting for a long time. You are going to be sitting in that class for a long time. Hallelujah. You are going to be sitting in that class for a long time if you are sitting and waiting for the Lord to write the exams for you, to study for you. If you are just sitting without doing anything about your children, you are going to be sitting until they are old. And then they will start blaming you that as a parent, you never did enough. Why? You are sitting down. Praise God. So this is an important question for you and I to answer. Why are we sitting down? You are pointing fingers at your child, that they are not good enough. They are not doing enough. My question is, why are you sitting down? You are blaming your husband. Why are you sitting down? You are blaming your wife. Why are you sitting down? You are blaming people, society. But why are you sitting down? Society minus you is incomplete. My, that's a revelation. In order for society to be complete, in order for a nation to be complete, you are also part of that number. If we are to do a complete census, a total census of a population, you are among it. You are part of that population. So if you are sitting down, something is not going to work somewhere. When we are saying that the rate of unemployment is too high and you happen to be one of the ones who are sitting down and folding your arms, my question is, why are you sitting down? If you are blaming the the government and saying that, no, they are not doing it right, they are not doing it well, have you stood and casted your vote? Why are you sitting down? If you are in your place of work and you are blaming that the company is not doing well, there are no processes, there are no procedures, and yet all you are doing is sitting down and pointing fingers, uh, my question is, why are you sitting down? What is your role? What are you doing to try to help the situation? Hallelujah. If you are sitting down and blaming your pastor that the church is not growing, if you are blaming the prophet, if you are blaming the apostle, if you are blaming the teachers of the word of God, my question to you today is, why are you sitting? Have you stood? Have you risen? Have you taken the steps? Have you spoken? Not speaking to people, not gossiping. No, I am referring to being a problem solver, being part of the solution. Why are you sitting? You are blaming your sister that your sister has a problem. You are speaking about your brother to everyone. You are speaking about your relative to everyone. You are speaking about your friends to everyone. You are busy spreading the fire of negativity. My question is, why are you sitting down? How will the situation change if what we are doing is sitting down? We have become professional sitters. My, 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 ah, listen to that. We have become professional sitters. From dusk to dawn, from dawn to dusk, we are sitting down. From beginning to end, from end to beginning, we are sitting down. From the start of the year to the end of the year, we are sitting down. And yet we are the very first to begin to point fingers. We are, we are good at blaming. We love the blame game. We have become masters of the blame game. And yet we are blaming while we are sitting. My question is, why are you sitting? These men in the book of Kings, the Bible says, when they decided to say, are we going to sit until we die? They answered and said, no, we cannot. Let's do something. The word of God says they were rescued. Not only were they rescued, but the Bible says that even the entire people of Israel were rescued because of four men. So a decision that four men made of not wanting to sit any longer benefited an entire nation. So you making a decision that I can no longer sit can benefit your people. It can benefit your family. It can benefit your children. It can benefit their children. It can benefit their children's children. Hallelujah. You can create generational wealth when you decide not to sit any longer. You can make a difference in a society when you decide not to sit any longer. Hallelujah. You are blaming that there are too many criminals in your area, and yet not for a moment have you ever bothered to pray for them. Not for a moment have you ever bothered to pray for their condition. You are blaming that there are so many rapists in the nation. Yes. But the question is, you are busy sitting down. What are you doing? What is your role? We are blaming that the church is no longer helpful. The church is this and that. But what are you doing about it? What am I doing about it? Am I sitting and blaming? Are you sitting and blaming? Listen to this revelation. We have become so good at analyzing situations because we sit too long. Did you hear that revelation? We have become so good at analyzing and assessing. We have become so good at strategizing because we are sitting for so long. A plan that you sit on for so long is as good as no plan. My, my, my. a revelation. A plan that you are sitting on or you have been sitting on for so long without implementation or implementing it is as good as no plan. Any plan is as good as its implementation. Hallelujah. Any plan is as good as its action. When you act on it is when you can say it is a good plan. You cannot say you are a good planner and yet you have never implemented the plan. That is a lie. Hallelujah. It takes those who are bold enough to say enough Time sitting down, I need now to stand and act on the plan. Enough time sitting down, I need to stand and walk. Then things are going to change over your life. Praise the Lord. Why are you sitting? Why are you sitting? While you are getting excited about standing up, while you are getting excited about walking, while you are getting excited about speaking, I want to bring an important reason why sitting down is important. (laughs) Hallelujah. When you speak about God, when you are referring to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, when you are talking about the kingdom of God, there is a need for you to sit. Hallelujah. There are moments, there are specific moments in your life, in my life where sitting down is necessary. My, if I had a writing pad, I would write that down. Hallelujah. If I had a writing pad or if I could put this down somewhere in my tablet or my phone, I would write it down. That there are times where sitting down is necessary. Because being a busy body does not help either. My, my, ha, another revelation. Being a busy body, meaning just waking up in the morning and going around without a purpose, is pointless. It doesn't help. So when you get up, when you get ready, and when you step out of your house, when you step out of your comfort zone, you have to have a purpose. There has to be a reason why you are doing it. Don't just get up and go out. Don't just step out and run. Don't just go out and say, I'm going to face my enemy without a plan. You are going to get hurt. So before you step out, you need to make sure that you are ready to do so. That's why I'm saying there is a time to sit and watch God fight for you. My, my, what a revelation. There is a time for you to sit back after you have said your prayer. You cannot sit and say, God, fight for me, and yet you haven't done anything. My, my, another revelation. You cannot sit down and say, God, fight for me, and yet you haven't done anything. You must have prayed. You must have been in his presence. You must have fasted if it needed fasting. You must have climbed mountains if it needed mountain, uh, climbing mountains. You must have sat in isolation if it needed that. You must have closed yourself in the room in a prayer if it needed that. After all of that, you must have gone through the scriptures, taking the Bible, searching the scriptures, reading the word of God. After all of that, then you can step out and go. Hallelujah. So, to say that God fight for me, you must have done something. Hallelujah. Don't just say God fight for me and all you have been doing is folding your arms. That is sitting down without a mission. It is as good as dead. No point in doing it. Praise God. Hallelujah. When God begins to fight for you, you cannot be fighting yourself. I mean, you cannot have you fighting and God fighting. No, God does not work that way. My, my, my. When God is fighting, everyone sits back. When God is fighting, everyone stands back. When God is fighting, everyone sits and watches. Hallelujah. Let the Father do the battle. Let the Father do the work. So when God is doing something, sit and watch him. Don't help. God does not need your help. My. God does not need my help. God does not need our help. Hallelujah. He is going to ask you to do what you ought to do, what you have to do, yes. But that does not mean he needs our help. No. But you can only know that if you are connected with the Father. Why are you sitting? You can only relate if you have got a relationship with God. Why are you sitting down? Let's finish. If you cannot answer the question, then the chances are you can delay your progress in life. Oh, listen, if you, if I cannot answer the question, why we are sitting down, why I am sitting down, then we are going to delay our progress. Because there has to be a reason. We we have to be able to define it. We have to be able to answer and say, this is the reason I am sitting down. And if there are multiple reasons to it, you are clear on why you are sitting down. Not all reasons are a justification not to do. The challenge of this message, the challenge of this teaching, the challenge of this subject, is that most of us are going to begin to justify our laziness. Most of us are going to justify our lack of action. Most of us are going to justify our lack of of, of implementation, of implementing. So I want to say to you that these reasons that you are giving to you sitting down should not by a chance be a justification. Do not justify your laziness as a reason to sit. Do not justify your lack of faith as a reason to sit. Do not justify the fact that you are not maybe in a church somewhere as your lack of prayer. Do not justify your lack of a relationship with any servant of God as your lack of living a good life or a, 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 um, um, a, a, a life that is in line with the word of God. Do not justify your reason of sleeping around because you are not married. Hmm. Do not justify your reason for doing the wrong things because you are poor or you are hungry. Are you with me? That we can easily, I mean, it's a thin line between giving a reason and justifying our actions. Praise the Lord. Let me repeat myself. It is a thin line between justifying our actions and the actual reasons. We have to be clear and we have to be careful that when we are giving reasons, we must look into them again. We must look at them the third time and we must ask the Holy Spirit to help us because chances are we can miss it because we are justifying our wrongdoings. We are justifying our laziness instead of giving reasons. Let's finish with the book of Acts chapter 3. Uh, Let's quickly go to the book of Acts chapter 3. I'll read verses 1. New King James Version, Acts chapter 3, verse number 1. The Bible reads, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried from uh, where he was, and laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked alms or asked for help, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, "Look at us." Then. So he gave them attention, expecting to receive something from them. Verse number six. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. So listen, listen, listen. The Bible is giving a beautiful story here. Praise God. That the, the, the apostle uh, Peter and John. We are going about their business. Praise God. And their business at this moment was to go and pray. They were going to the temple, to the church. And the Bible says as they were making their way to the temple, they came across a man at the gate. And this gate was called Beautiful. And while they arrived at the gate, there was a man that was lame from birth. Hallelujah. And this man that was lame was carried from his home to this gate daily so that he could beg or ask for help. So this man was carried, made to sit at the gate, and then ask for help. And when Peter and John saw him, something popped in their spirit. Something was dropped in their spirit. That this man has been sitting for long. Why is he sitting? He needs to rise. Now, do you understand the revelation? Why are you sitting? This man would have justified his case that, listen, I am a lame man, that's why I'm sitting. This man would have justified his reason that perhaps I am poor, perhaps this is all I know, that's why I'm sitting. But for this moment, it was not enough to justify his reason. It was not enough for him to give an excuse because he was given an opportunity to say, rise up and walk. If he denied this moment because of poverty, if he denied this moment because of the condition, he would have remained in this condition forever. But the Bible says this man also had a revelation that when he was given an opportunity to say, rise and walk, stop sitting, the Bible says he picked it up and he rose indeed. And the Bible says he was healed that very moment. He If you read on, the Bible says he followed Peter and John into the temple, dancing and celebrating, praising God. Why? He answered the question, why am I sitting? He realized that there was no need for him to sit any longer because salvation had come. Healing had come. Praise God. Now, some of us, we find that these good things come to us and afterward, we are still sitting. Blessings come and we are still sitting. Doors are opened and we are still sitting. Messages are spoken, messages are preached and we are still sitting. Motivational speakers encourage us, name it, friends, whoever they speak to us, they talk to us and we are still sitting. We receive the best of advice, the same advice that others are using for their life to change. The same advice that others are using to find employment. The same advice that others are using to work on their relationship. The same advice that others are using for them to pass their examination. The same advice that others are using to better their lives. We are sitting on that advice. Praise God. Why are you sitting? Hallelujah. Why are you sitting? I finished preaching, teaching, speaking, because that's the time I had, and that's what I had to give to you. But the question does not end there. The question is still there with you. Why are you sitting? The question has not yet been answered. We still have to answer why we are sitting. Hallelujah. I have given you two beautiful scriptures. One in the Old Testament from the book of 2 Kings about the four leprous men. And one in the New Testament about the man that was lame and laid daily at the gate called Beautiful, who had an encounter when he met Peter and John. So as you continue the afternoon, as you move into the new week, as September is nearing an end, As you are moving into October, November, December, I want you to keep asking this question. Keep asking yourself the question, why am I sitting? And each time you are finding answers, I can assure you that God is going to be doing things over your life. Because you are going to discover that you have been delaying yourself. You have been delaying your family. You have been delaying your promotion. You have been delaying your blessings. You have been delaying your favor. You have been delaying your grace. It is high time that we stop pointing fingers because we are sitting down. You see, there is another another justification. That when you are sitting down, you have got more time to see everything and point fingers. This is why a spectator, right, at a sports event has the time to see everything. Because you are not working. My... This is an example that is practical but relevant to this topic let me say it again a spectator a supporter right has all the time in the world because they sit and analyze everything they see all the mistakes of the players they see everything that is wrong but the one who is in the field playing it is difficult because they are busy moving there is no time to react or think hallelujah they are waking so you can see the mistakes of your sister because you are not in a relationship my god you can see the mistakes of your brother because you are not married my 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 you can see the mistakes that your sister is making with her children with uh, your brother making with his children because you don't have any children so you have time to study the children of your relative that's why you are seeing mistakes my god what a revelation you have me you have time to see the mistakes of servants of god because you are not a pastor If you were a pastor, you would have been busy studying the Word, busy reading, busy helping people. You won't have time to criticize. But because you are sitting down, you have got time to criticize people. My God, what a revelation. Because you don't have a job, you are criticizing other people that they are lazy. You are criticizing them of their work. But if you got up and started to be busy, you would have realized that there is no time to point fingers because you are busy working. Why are you sitting down? My God, listen to that. Listen to that. You have time because you're not doing anything. The moment you become busy, the moment you find things to do, even if it means researching on your life, planning on your life, you won't have time. So why are you sitting? Understand that question. Why am I sitting? Praise the Lord. This is why you sit with a friend for hours. And you gossip because you don't have anything to be doing at that moment. You have got all the time. So in your sitting, you are using it for wrong things. But if you use that sitting to plan, to advise, to help one another, to strategize, to encourage, believe me, the results are going to be beneficial. Why are you sitting? Hallelujah. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, here I am. I have spoken, I have taught, I have delivered. There is not even a single word or a scripture that I have not given to your people, which you gave me, Spirit of God. Father, thank you that you gave me the boldness, the courage, and the character to be able to deliver this message, my Father, without sugarcoating it. You are my witness, Holy Spirit, that I have not added to it, nor have I subtracted from it. You are my witness, Holy Spirit, that I have not hidden anything, but I have spoken it all. I pray that God continues speaking to your people. Teach them what it means not to sit. Help them, Holy Spirit, to answer the question why they are sitting down. Receive the praise, O God. Receive the honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. That's the message that I had to teach you, to share with you, why are you sitting? And don't stop now. Continue. Think about it. Read the words, uh, the the scripture that I shared. Um, Listen to it over and over. You are going to find the revelations in this message, I can assure you, because I will be doing the same. And I will be answering the questions as well with the help of the Holy Spirit. Once more, if you are there and you are saying that I have not yet given my life to Jesus, I am not born again, reach out to me. Write to me and I'm going to lead you to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and the personal Savior. Have yourself a beautiful day. Enjoy the week and God lift you. Shalom.